Hey there, I am Tam. And I'm Eternally Mortal. And this is the Hidden Egg, Egg Podcast. And it, it's season two now. We're doing an entirely different thing. Um, the podcast has historically been about vulnerability. And we are now going to do some reaction content. Vulnerability. Yeah, it's still kind of about vulnerability. And we'll still talk about the same stuff, I'm sure. Yeah, we're just talking. But we're going to have a trigger that is a show that you can go watch on your own and then listen to the podcast and see what you think and, you know, interact and everything. And this, okay, so admittedly, this might be silly and ridiculous, and that's okay. We're totally fine with that, but uh, I really wanted to watch Black Mirror again. And we just kind of had the thought of potentially doing it this way and watching it and then reacting to it and recording our reactions. So basically what we're going to do is when we find a reaction worthy moment, we're going to pause the show and then record our audio uh, reactions to what's been happening and maybe give you like a timestamp or something. Um, this is our, We're going to just fucking like wing it. We're going to do it first try and see what happens and uh, we'll adjust it as we go. I know this is vastly different from what we've been doing, and so, you know, let us know how you feel about that. But, um, here we are, and this is, this is what we're up to for right now. After the, after the COVID and the power loss, we're, we're, we're entirely different people now. <laughs> it really feels like a different world, to be honest with you. Like, I, I feel very different. I'm also on meds now, so that's fun. Right, so like we're kind of season two is going to be taking it a little bit easier, maybe, not straight going right at just the issues, and going about media and what it shows us as people. Yeah. And if you're interested, I hope you enjoy it. Also, if you're interested in uh, for future videos, uh, we do this every Thursday. It is Thursday, right? It's Thursday. It is Thursday. We do this every Thursday. And we do uh, the screen share thing on our Discord channel. I don't, like, there, there's a limited amount of people that are allowed to be in this particular, like, stage thing. I don't know. I don't know what most of what I'm doing. <laughs> it, it's fine. We're basically, we're, we're streaming uh, the show and, uh, on our Discord and uh, allowing anybody that's in our Discord to hang out with us while we do so. Yeah, it's a we're doing the a stage presentation, so you're not going to get a lot of chances to like speak yourself or anything. But you know, you can hang out and watch and get it re real time um, if you'd like to. No yeah, pressure. Yeah, and we do have the uh, the chat open, so you know you can always chat with us while we're interacting with stuff and everything. Mhm, mm mhm, mm mhm. I think. We're just about ready to get started. Do you have anything else you want to say, Tam? Uh, nope. So uh, it's gonna gonna cut out, and then we'll probably come back in with a a reaction and a timestamp, hopefully, yep. or, or at least a moment in the show. So, <clears throat> uh, since we haven't said it yet, probably, I mean, probably best for you to go watch episode one of Black Mirror called the National Anthem with us, or. Or not. I don't know. It's a new age. Enjoy your content however you want to enjoy it. But, like, yeah, that's what we're going to do. Now we are. Yeah, hi. Hi. Here we are. We're um, a we few are. minutes in. We are. About five minutes in to the beginning of the first episode, the National Anthem. And this is the part that I always laugh at. Um, if you've seen it, we're right after what has been announced to the Prime Minister 
then he has to go and fuck the pig. Have you, you've seen this before, too? You know, I thought I'd seen the first few episodes, but I don't remember this. I do not remember this at all. What do you think of the demand made of the highest position of British government? I, I might be wrong about that, but I think it's pretty high. I think the princess is going to die. <laughs> That's what I think. I think it's a ridiculous request that very few people are going to actually do. Like, wh why? This is exactly the reason why I um, fell in love with the show instantly and decided to watch whatever it was going to give me. Because the, because the demand is so ridiculous. They very, very specifically make it to where this is a real video, this is a real demand, this is you either do this demand or this princess dies. So you, as a quote-unquote respected political citizen of Britain, are you willing to debase yourself and swallow your pride to save a young woman's life? Are you willing to do that? That's what I first time I saw this, that's what I looked at, and I'm like, oh my god. I don't feel like that's just pride. And I understand what you mean, but that's not just pride. This is value. That it, it, it goes beyond pride. Pride is just, you know, telling everybody your, you know, your, your dirty little secrets that you already have. Like, that's pride. But value is if you weren't willing to do this to begin with, like this isn't, this is above and beyond just debasing himself and shaming himself. He's already got skeletons in his closet like everybody else. You want shame? Just, just find the things that are already there. True. This is, they want him, they want him to do something that is against most people's moral character. Sure. It's not just about shame. It's beyond humiliation. This is about making him into something that no one will believe is human ever again. Really? You think you think sticking your dick in a pig makes you un inhuman? I think that people, like, on, on average, I think that people that don't believe in bestiality look at other people that do think that bestiality is okay as not really human okay well first uh, first of all um there's a, there's a consent issue i absolutely <clears throat> am against bestiality i don't mean to imply that's that kind of okay. what i mean i don't mean that to imply that it's okay and everything but uh i i an act that's not going to because you can you can it's a if it's a pig you can guarantee that that pig is not physically harmed by the act beyond the initial insertion or whatever. And so you can save a woman's life if you just take real care and make sure you do it right. Yeah, but that's not the point. Okay, so there's like this huge debate in the erotica community where like um, furry porn, is it bestiality or is it not? I, I don't think it is. Even if it has, you know, animalistic qualities to it, the fact that the people in that situation are humanoid they have sentience they can communicate with you they can consent they can enjoy it all of those things make them human enough that i don't see that as bestiality as long as consent exists that's all that matters 
The pig I mean, cannot consent. I know. I'm aware. Yeah. And it's, therefore, it is a value yeah, issue. I get you. And Because you're saying, I will kill this person unless you violate this pig. Mm-hmm. What's worse? Somebody being dead where they can't hurt anymore? Or being violated and having to live with that for the rest of their lives? Or worse, somebody has to eat that pig. Like, what happens to the pig? That's kind of my... Like, that's why I think this is... I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't want him to do it. Oh, shit. Well. Sorry about that. What a way to put your phone on silent, bud. Yeah. <laughs> Total success. And maybe maybe I'm an asshole. I mean, I'm totally willing to accept that I'm just an asshole for it, but... I don't know what kind of experience that's going to put on the pig. And I don't think that this prime minister deserves to live the rest of his life having broken such a vital value just for her to survive. There are things worse than death. Sure, sure, sure. And while it sucks that she didn't get to live, that's not his fault for not doing it. That's the kidnapper's fault. Let's not victim blame here. The kidnappers are making the decision. They could decide to not kill her, regardless of whether he actually comes through. Right. I don't think I victim blamed, and if I did, I apologize. No, 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 you didn't. But but I think I think there's there's sort of a an almost forced perspective here of they're only giving you the two options. I mean, in a hostage situation, that's that's what it is, and. there's a tendency to black and white that and say well if you don't do the thing then you your inaction directly led to this person's death so their death is your fault and I'm saying no because there's this middleman creating the game that is the two options right it's always their fault right and the kidnapper is the worst one for me because he's directly taking away autonomy and I hate that so I understand. Absolutely. I'm totally on board. Um, and one last final thing I want to say before we get back to it. Um, the the actress that played the um, Princess Stephanie or whatever the fuck her name was, like, fucking killed the role. Yeah, that was really well, well done. That, that initial was scene very was, was very well done. I, I, I completely bought it. I just wanted to say that that was, well, that was awesome. Okay, I'm, re- I'm ready to continue if All you right. want. On to the next one. Okay, so... Where are we at? I had to. I had to pause it after the "Would you watch?" part. <laughs> that's what. That's what this is. This is. It said like twenty eight percent no or something like that. No, no, that? no. It said twenty eight percent yes. Seventy two percent. Oh no. yeah, tw- right. Tw- that's bullshit. They are all lying. <laughs> they are all lying. That twenty eight percent yes are the only people that are telling the truth. The rest of them. Most of them would be watching. There's, there's some that won't. There's, there's some, some. There's that some. Are very much not. A handful be, by yeah, comparison. Yeah, there is no, no way. No, everyone's gonna. Watch everyone's gonna point. watch at least for a couple of minutes just to <clears throat> say that they were fucking there. Right. 
But even the people that don't watch it immediately, they would watch it eventually. Because it's like, it's like fucking two girls, one cup, you know? Right. You, or somebody, a train wreck. Somebody always can, somebody, somebody convinced you to watch that eventually. Right. If you haven't seen it, don't. Please don't. 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 I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have brought it up. I don't think it exists anymore. Probably gone. Forever. But I don't know. The internet has a way of making things come back. So yeah. I, I don't know. Don't. Everything lives forever. Don't do it, man. Okay. Um, just so you know, we're right at around uh, what time are we in the, in the uh, fourteen about minutes? Fourteen minutes. Yeah. yeah. After the graphic on the screen of the news broadcast of Would You Watch? That wasn't very long. So. No, we're we're fifteen and a half now. Fifteen and a half minutes in. I'm sorry. I had to. I had to because his wife is is all upset because she believes that everybody's already imagining it. And they're laughing at us. And it, 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 that's abuse, kids. That's that's what abuse does. You start worrying about people laughing at you and people imagining it. So what? That doesn't mean that you have to actually debase yourself and do it just because they're already like. Wh- what are you gonna? You can't control what people think. No, she's not trying to tell him to do it because of that, but she is like just breaking down because of the thought that you know now all of her status is gone but it's not no it's really not like they haven't done anything and people are going to spin something negative on it no matter what he does that's why at the beginning i feel like the only real choice to make is to stand by your values because without your values you're nothing i can agree with that and I know that it's gonna, you know, potentially lead to this this girl's death, but like, that doesn't like her surviving, isn't going to offset what, like he's the leader of a nation. Yeah. He has a job to do, and I guess she's a princess, and she's not even really a princess. She's actually she's just a duchess. duchess. Yeah. But she's not. She doesn't. Like she'll be a martyr, at worst. Possibly. So even her death has more value in it than him trying to do to debase himself for that value. But I, I pause it here because his wife is is doing the, the, the victim thing. She's yes. she's freaking out. She's worried about what other people think. I don't know how she ended up being the wife of a politician to begin with. Like that you can't you can't worry about that stuff and be a politician. I yeah, I understand. I think that we'll probably get a little bit more character building on these two to see where where who they are. Sure, sure, like, sure. Yeah, I can agree with that. It's, it's a lot. A politician is going to have negative shit said about them just continuously in the media, media, especially when you're top dog, leader yeah. of a nation, like you said. Exactly. So, I assume prime minister is leader of a nation. I'm pretty sure Churchill was a prime minister. Yeah, prime minister is basically kind of like the president. Kind of, yeah. But with a comp- a different setup. It's not actually like the president, but it, the prime minister is the the, I guess the head of the round table in a sense. I, I yeah, if that's still a thing, I doubt that's still. A thing. Uh, no, I just I was meaning that like metaphorically. Yeah. All right, all right. Maybe we'll get farther than a minute and. <laughs> we'll this, see. This, this, <laughs> So we're about 24 minutes in. He's about to stomp something, but I've been wondering this whole time, like, <clears throat> if he didn't, if he was trying to stick to his values, why was he, 
having the impersonator thing with the the trickery right on the side and now we find out it was never his intention no he never he didn't know about it it was <clears throat> we, we saw a scene earlier of I don't know who this lady is, but the severe lady that's always around the prime minister in the show. Right, whoever she is. Um, she talked with somebody. It necessary. She talked with somebody earlier on in the episode and was like, <clears throat> we need to consider alternatives. And that was the foreshadowing for this moment. Um, but yeah, it shows that, you know, the people in government are just people trying to do shit going around well it also to goes to it. show that like people in any like government or not like everybody should know what everybody's doing right because when you're not communicating what all is happening like this this sort of thing could have been avoided if he had been like no we're not doing that do not do that y you know like what kind of maybe they wouldn't have cut off her finger she may still have been dead but it definitely wouldn't have right like maybe she maybe it would have been quick and that's potentially why he's all pissed about it right now is that because the princess hasn't been hurt or possibly just because of public opinion there was a scene earlier a few minutes ago that we didn't pause for but um where like his i'm assuming his buddy the real like ken doll looking guy that is one of his advisors was like basically like trying to comfort him and say public opinion doesn't hate you if this goes sideways it's not your fault don't worry big guy you got this you know like it was real cute but it shows me that this prime minister cares very much about public opinion about yeah but i mean i think perception. that's i think that that's politicians well you see the reason why i'm a little triggered about it right now is because that is the only thing that donald trump cares about <laughs> Uh, that seemed well that's not true he also cares about money only as it relates i think to power well to him yeah yeah um <clears throat> but so when when i see politicians caring more about how they're perceived than what they're doing i get really upset it pisses me off i really think that you know it's a lot more about doing the right thing when you're going to be responsible for a great great number of people well, I mean, in this case, he had also actually talked to the queen and the queen and he he felt like and we didn't hear the exchange or anything, but he felt like she was basically telling him in a veiled way, fuck the pig. Yeah, that's that's the impression I got from it, too. He was like, she said to make sure that we do that everything she, we can, right? Or everything mm -hmm. you can, everything you can to get her home, to get the princess home the duchess home right and uh he took that to mean i gotta go fuck that pig <laughs> i'm sorry i still find it funny i i i know it's 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 probably terrible i'm probably a terrible person for it but like um yeah still there's still a funny aspect to that and maybe that means later in life i'm gonna have to be humiliated by publicly fucking a pig and maybe i'll feel that horrible shame or whatever that's going to happen from that and that's I'll, I'll take my lumps as i take them if that's what has to happen i don't want to fuck a pig though i'm really mad at this old lady right now for going behind the prime minister yeah back. because 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 she didn't seem to understand the choice 
it was never about saving the the girl or doing this or you know this thing being done it was about upholding values and she went around his back and shut down his values and so even if they don't kill the the princess even if it all turns out fine she this this lady has already destroyed his life mm. Because there is no way he can convince everybody that it wasn't his decision. Yeah. Valid. So his values are already destroyed. They're already compromised. He might as well fuck the pig at this point. Because it's already been ruined. And so she pisses me off so much. Because she completely misunderstood this this situation. It was never about whether or not he was willing to do a thing. It was always about they want to destroy his values and her going behind his back and and making it, even if it was trickery, that video, even if it had worked, would still have destroyed his values and therefore would have been game over. So everything that she has done was wrong. Understood. And it makes me so mad. I get it. All right, we're going to continue. Yep, we'll continue. Twenty-eight forty, roughly. Why do people run? Like she would have known. I feel like she would have known. The reporters are not that stupid, are they? I, I've, I, I'm, I'm actually like not super sure about this, but from what I've heard of reporters, they don't. They don't tend to run in situations like that. She knew that she was in a high-stakes situation. She knew that those were people with guns. She could have just held her hands up and said, I'm with whatever this radio or TV station was. Right, right, right. Yeah, I, I think that that probably would have been best for her to do panic situation she just panicked and ran her fucking like boss was yelling run like for some goddamn reason yeah why would he say run i just don't understand that was like super needless it doesn't it doesn't feel believable no if you're discovered by army peoples and with guns that are in a high pressure situation like that i'm just lying down on the ground i am immediately putting my hands on top of my head and lying down on the ground and maybe screaming something like, I'm not resisting. Like, that's exactly what I'm doing in that situation. Because, oh, like, those dudes are so hyped up, one of them's absolutely going to shoot you. Like, that scene broke this episode for me. It's not even believable, believable anymore. Okay. <laughs> I, like, that, a good story skirts the line of believability, but they never break believability they never go so far as to make somebody do something that is outside the realm of what you believe is possible and i just do not believe in today's day and age especially wasn't she a person of color yeah yeah i just don't believe that she would have run from a bunch of men with guns knowing that there was an operation going on here yeah. She knew what she was getting into. I don't think that running would have been an option. I understand. I think that the, that that's subjective, but I do understand. Sure, sure. There's other people that might have no problem believing in it, and maybe it is possible. It just doesn't feel believable to me. Totally understand. 
All right, and we'll get back to you in a minute. Uh, <laughs> so, 30, 40? So at this point, right up to this point, actually, like literally right up to before the last thing that she said, I was thinking now he only has two options. Either do it and find a way to live with the consequences or kill himself. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because at that point, it he can't really be blamed anymore because he's dead. Sure. Well, he'll still be a despised individual. But he'll be yeah, but he'll be dead, and he won't have to live with the consequences of being a despised individual. And neither one of those seemed like, you know, great options, but they also, you know, I'm not sure which one was worse. Right. Either. Mm-hmm. But then she said, uh, I still don't understand why this woman is hanging around. Like, I feel like this woman who went behind his back to do all that stuff. I feel like she should have been, like, shoved out. Like, doesn't he have any power to control who is around him, who his advisors are? He doesn't seem to me to be taking a lot of action at all. Yeah, that's also true. This whole day, he even celebrated other people's accomplishments like they were his own. Like, I don't think this dude does much. That's why I think Mommy and Daddy are in the room. (laughs) <laughs> as they've been in the room for him his whole prime ministry because like that's just kind of the way that it seems with these these three characters these three characters are weird i sense a sexual tension between old lady and him if i'm being completely honest i don't know there's definitely a codependent relationship going on with the three of them it's super toxic yeah not great not I, great I, I have a feeling that this is this is a relationship that politicians know very well, honestly. It may be a little pushed out of proportion or, you know, made a little dramatized here, but I bet that all kinds that many politicians have people like this and that it's toxic like that all the fucking time. I hate that. That's why I want to be a politician. <laughs> Show people that you don't have to do it the the fucking shitty way. Yeah, that that remains to be seen. I think a lot of people have that thought and it still hasn't seemed to break. But um, anyway, my my point was now she's said that they can't guarantee the safety of his family. That's fucked up. <laughs> which is really fucked up. She's a government uh, official saying we can't guarantee your safety. That is fucked. That's that's being threatened by your well, government. No, I mean that that could just mean like there's going to be too many people coming at us to be able to stop them i understand that that's the way that she said it but what i feel i'm sorry go ahead i just but the fact that like she's also bringing his family into it which we've only seen his wife but that may also include children that we haven't seen in this we don't know if he has children or not but like to to bring them into it and say that they can't protect the family that's fucked up yeah it's very fucked up uh, and I, that's why, that's that's actually the moment for me that makes the episode a little bit unbelievable, is to think that a government official would actually threaten lives like that. Because that's what, that's what that is. You can say, you can talk about what the implications of the words are, but the reason the words are said is a threat. See, I, I find that fully believable. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe, I mean, didn't, aren't there, aren't there people who said that basically Trump did that? It was like, 
through veiled, very veiled threats just like this, or maybe even more veiled than this, basically made it sound like if they didn't comply, their families' lives were forfeit? Maybe. I'm not entirely sure. It's, I wouldn't put it past the man, but I don't think that any of the government officials that knew what they were doing would have ever done that. And this woman seems like she's been here a long time. And it boggles my mind that she would cross that boundary so easily. Yeah, I don't like her. No. I don't like her at all. There's something wrong with her. Okay, mm -hmm. we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna try to finish it. There's only thirteen minutes left. But... We, we might have one or two more pauses. And we're at the end. <sighs> yeah. Uh it's a lot. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> you have to give us a minute. <laughs> Actually, there's a moment at the end of it there that like uh, brings me to like an emotional feeling, like almost a brought to tears moment. Which moment? I I, I had a I had one too. I don't remember which one it was actually. Uh, for me, it was when he was taking off his clothes to do the act, and he was. Uh, just the, the the things he was saying and the motions and you could just feel that he didn't want to do it but then he felt forced to do it because he's a good person mm. he has to do it yeah what did you think of the old lady not sharing that final bit of information with him moot doesn't matter it's moot nobody knew nobody knew until after the fact I, I do wonder why like was there really no policemen outside doing their, their thing was literally everyone so busy watching that there couldn't have been a handful of people out there well, I mean, to the, notice what, the, an hour after, like he was doing it for an hour and she was released 30 minutes before. So that means that she was walking around for an hour and a half and nobody was out there. That seems unbelievable to me. I, I don't know. I don't 100 percent know that the timeline demands that she was out there for an hour and a half before she was discovered. It did show that the first of the first three people that discovered her. One of them was a cop. Here's 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 the thing. The hour and a half that I'm talking about is that he was still doing it an hour later. They said that he had been doing it for an hour, which means if they had found her before that point, wouldn't they have immediately put in a call him. and been like, hey, we found her, and then he didn't have to continue? But, you yeah, know? I get you. I understand. And yeah, with, with the whole like walkie-talkie situation and the way police officers work, I assume also in England that it would be pretty instantaneous. And he was throwing up for a little while yeah. when she told him, when she found out that he was, that, that, that she was arrested. Right. So, you know. So he obviously finished before they found her. Yeah. Yeah. And we don't know how long that took. So minimum hour and a half that she was out that she was free and you're telling me nobody there was not a single 
cop stationed to be on on the beat around the city like seriously that's no i mean yeah it seems like that's what they're that saying that is to you. unbelievable that is unacceptable yeah um and i think that black mirrors and you know we're we're looking at episode one of a new thing i there's a there's a lot of aspects of black mirror from what i remember that are a little unbelievable at certain points but it's more about you know thinking about the situation and what it means like we saw all those people's reactions to the situation they were all you know staring and appalled and staring still you know right like that's the commentary that they're doing and even the fucking end when the lady was like you know this is a statement and it's like yeah it was always going to be a statement it was a statement about humanity from my perspective and it well they made it sound like it was a statement about art it was an art thing. They kind of did, yeah. Because the first great art piece of the 21st century. Yeah, sure. The thing the thing I, I kind of want to talk a little bit about is the woman, the wife, at the end. Mm. And I know, I know that it's... They probably intended for it to seem like she just can't stand to look at him because he fucked a pig, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't think that's what's actually happening. I I think, and maybe it's just I'm choosing to think this, but I think it's the fact that he didn't talk to her. He didn't talk to her before he did it. And she tried to call him and he put he, he hung up on her, you know, what sent yeah. her to voicemail. Mm-hmm. He she tried to call him after it happened and he did the same thing. Yeah. He didn't talk to her. And I think, I think she can never, like, she can't get over the fact that she was so unimportant in that moment that he couldn't talk to her, communicate what was happening. And maybe, maybe she wanted to talk him out of it. I don't know. Like that, that part, that part's irrelevant. I think the part that he didn't even think i mean i know he was going through a lot but it didn't comfort him at all to talk to her afterwards to to cry to her i I don't know about you but like um, i i have several people that like if i had to go through something like that and they called me i would pick up and blubber i wouldn't be able to speak i would just bawl my eyes out yeah and it's a little sus also because in the middle of those two calls, he made an appeal to the camera about loving his wife. Yeah. Right? So, you know, I feel like the moral of that episode is communicate with your partner. Sure. <laughs> no Absolutely. matter what you have to do. Because they they might seem on the outside like like they've accepted that you've done the things you've done but if you can't even in the middle of making the decision you can't even tell them that you've made the decision much less ask them to be part of the decision making process or be there for the fallout emotionally and share in that experience to share in that humanness of the emotion of it are you really together are you really partners can you really say that you're vulnerable enough to be two people spending their lives together or are you just roommates with a wedding ring 
<laughs> right? <laughs> and responsibilities you share. Sure. And yeah, I think communication is a key in any partnership. Absolutely. That's what I take away from it personally. Valid. Well, that yep. was our first episode of Black Mirror. Yeah, it's a huge smack in the face. Yep. <laughs> and the next one, I remember also being pretty fucking rough. Uh, we didn't do it at the beginning. Um, we did mention that we were watching Black Mirror, so you know, look at your content warnings for the the, the stuff you're watching, of course. But there is, um, you know, trigger worthy content in this show, so be aware of that as we go through. And if you're not, if you're someone that's not interested in watching Black Mirror, then you know, maybe you're not going to get as much out of this podcast for the moment. I understand, but we're not going to just watch Black Mirror. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna try to you know, every once in a while sprinkle other other things in because Black Mirror can be a bit heavy. heavy. Yeah, <laughs> that's part of the reason why I wanted to watch it. Um, and part I just of, part of the reason why I wanted to do it on the podcast, but yeah, it might be too heavy to do every week. We'll see. Necessarily, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, but I do want to. I do want to kind of send an apology. Like, I, I genuinely care if you're a, a, an audience member that you know is upset by the change. Like, that's allowed. You're allowed to feel that way, absolutely, and you can express that. I'd like you to do it, you know, respectfully if you could. But you know, you can express your feelings, absolutely. Um, I, I want. I personally want this podcast still to be about vulnerability and being who you really are. So, you know. I just wanted to express that I, I do care about that. But this is the direction that's kind of in line with what we want to do with our time right now. So I hope I hope you're willing to come along with us. But if not, I hope you find other great media out there. Yeah, and season three might be something completely different. Absolutely. Absolutely. You never know. Uh, I think that just about does it, though. Yep. Yeah, you good much. to go? Yeah, I'm good to go. <clears throat> Thank you so much for hanging out with us while we, uh, while we cha- make this change in direction. Uh, I'm Eternally Mortal, and I hope you find smiles this day. I'm the Accidental Monster, otherwise known as Tam. You can find us both on Medium.com, and follow yourself always. See ya.